G'day, I'm Ian Swain, the owner of Swain Destinations, and welcome to G'day with Ian Swain. In this series, I'm excited to show you the world as I know it. And today we're heading to New Zealand, and in particular the bottom of the North Island, to an exclusive lodge called Forikoho Country Estate, and talk with General Manager and good friend, Richard Rooney. I first met Richard almost 20 years ago when he was assistant manager at another great New Zealand lodge, Treetops, and have been mates ever since. He's been managing Forry Cowhouse since 2007 and looks after our guests royally, and I mean that literally, as he hosted William and Kate during their royal visit to New Zealand not so long ago. So, g'day Richard, or should I say kia ora, which is New Zealand for g'day, and welcome to the show. Yeah, g'day mate, how are you? Good, good. Listen, I mentioned William and Kate, and that's a fascinating story that I always ask you about when we get together. Um, but you've got to give us some insight and knowledge of their stay. Why, why did they choose Furry Coho? Oh, I mean, I, I like to think it was my personality, perhaps. Um, well, we know no, that's not true. Was, <laughs> I think it was the fact that it's, we are a quintessential um, New Zealand lodge. You know, we came from that era as the super lodges in New Zealand were growing. Um, we, we're still pretty true to our roots as really being a, a farmhouse. You know, we are 3,000 acres of coastal farmland, one of the oldest sheep stations in New Zealand. And even though we have this, this, this property here, we've just kept that farmhouse feel. And I, I, I genuinely think that it, they just were looking for that, that slice of, well, New Zealand luxury. Well, they certainly chose well. And um, I call it Fari, as I affectionately call the lodge is one of my favourite New Zealand lodges for many reasons, as you know. It looks over Palliser Bay, the cottages are incredible, and it's a working farm, as you just mentioned. Not to mention the quality and selection of great food and great wine. When Bill and Annette Shaw created the incredible experience years ago from a simple little farmhouse, I remember seeing the photos, um, the lodge in its humble beginnings many years ago, what has kept you there for 13 years? Probably exactly that, that, that humble beginnings. Um, you know, it's, it's an independent property. Um, it, is, it is owned by a gentleman from the US. Um, and it gives, as well as being run as a hotel, it just gives a lot of the creative in what we're doing. You know, um, one day we might be sitting there going, this is how we're tracking, this is what we're doing. And we might sit down with the owner and he'll say, you know what we need to do? go and add this activity and it gives us the the, the freedom to create and um, not just continue on the day to day and then that trans you know that that transpires through to how we look after the guests and it gives a lot of that freedom to sit and talk and and get to know people still so whilst we are that a big lodge you know we're 16 rooms and you know 3,000 acres is a fairly sizable piece of land um, we really have that small feel where you get to know the guest. So Richard, can you walk me through a typical day or days, bearing in mind that our clients stay three or four nights when they're there with you, of what they're going to expect? And, and please start it off with the, my favourite way to get to the lodge. Yeah, well, I mean, as an Australian, I would assume that's hitchhiking, but uh, <laughs> we, um, <laughs> we all know that the true answer is where we're situated is a 10-minute helicopter flight from the capital city. So you hop, you hop out of your plane and you're within 10 minutes, you're on the front lawn of Whareikoho. Um, we have this beautiful Edwardian country house. And just to give you a, to paint the picture, the hill, the lawn rolls down to the pasture overlooking the ocean. Um, 
So you land your chopper there. We come out, we greet you. More often than not, it's myself. Um, and we spend a bit of time, just get to know you and sort of situate you here. Um, every evening, we invite you up for pre-dinner drinks by the fire or out in the courtyard and uh, a little, little private dinner somewhere. Um, and we plan the next day's activities. So it's kind of a, we, we love the idea of coming here with almost a clean slate of ideas and it allows us to sort of be creative. Um, so we might find the competitive couple may love a bit of clay target shooting. The adventurous family might like a bit of quad biking. Um, then we do a bit of the, you know, out on the farm with the farm tour and our big Land Rover discoveries. And one of the great things I always say is three days is, a, is almost a minimum because it gives you that one day on the property and then it gives you a full day in our region. So this region is called the Waira Rapper, so land of glistening waters. As you fly in, you'll see what I mean with that glass, you know, glassy lake. Um, and we love to get people out with a guide into Martinborough, which is our little wine village about, about 45 minutes away, um, or out to Cape Palliser, so the southern tip of the North Island, where there's this, you know, so many people know Cape Reanga, the top of the north, that sort of picturesque lighthouse. Well, down here at the bottom of the, the south of the north, we have the dramatic, rugged, rocky outcrop version of that with this big nursery seal colony of mums and pups and, you know, a really, a really neat day for families or those that are a little bit more into, into the nature side of things. Um, and then again, every night back at the lodge, little private dinner, fireside, you know, talk about some wine. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I guess, a typical day. There's almost no such thing as a typical day, but that's about as close as you get. You've got so much variety there to choose from. And um, I remember when Linda and I were last there, I was on one of our special anniversaries, and we went out for an ATV ride or a quad bike ride down to the beach, and we saw a storm rolling in from, from South Island coming up over Palliser Bay, and it just got rougher and rougher, and we headed back to the cottages, and sat out on the deck and just had a glass of wine and just watched the storm go past. It was just magical. So uh, it's just, I really enjoy that part of it. But what other special experiences do you offer your guests? I know you've got cooking lessons and even sausage making. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more on what they can do in-house there at nighttime or during the day? Yeah, well, we, um, about a year and a half ago, we really invested in, um, in our spa complex here. So, as you might remember, we have this, this wonderful indoor pool complex, which is uh, with about a 22-yard 22, 22 long indoor pool and gymnasium. Um, so we extended on a three-room spa treatment complex there as well. And we, we kind of bought our food story with everything really from the land and tell the same in our spa story, where it's honey off the land and honey facials, and um, as an example. That's wonderful. What about... Is there any interaction you can have with the farm animals? And I know you've got um, an area there upon with a lot of eels, which we had fun with when we were there, but um, what about the farm animals? Such an Australian question about interaction with farm animals. Um, we, 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 we're, one of, we're one of the oldest farms in New Zealand, sheep stations in New Zealand. We really go back to when the land was broken in um, by the Europeans for that that sheep farming side, you know, New Zealand was to be the New Zealand was going to be the whole foods of the English colonies. Um, so we we take people out and we we show them how um, how the different whistles for the sheep dogs work and the, the dogs work with either barks or with eye command. Um, then we go up into the the back blocks of the property and we have these these kind of river monster esque uh, native eels and you know these are 
50, 60 years old, and you get to interact with these 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 animals that kind of make New Zealand. So, Rich, apart from the cottages, Fari has a couple of family-style accommodations which are in high demand and will be in the future as families travel together. Can you describe the accommodations for us all? Yeah, I mean, let's start with the cottage suites that, you know, that, that's that's what almost everyone knows us for. Um, so, Forikaho has 16 cottages and they're in, um, there's six blocks of them. So, they they can interconnect for up to three so they're all those are all identical so the beauty of that is they also work for families and one of the things i have seen in the demand of this time is people requesting a whole block of three cottages and they really only need two but there's just no one else around them um, which is quite nice then over and above that we have um we have a just over four thousand square feet um owner's cottage which is three bedrooms its own private pool the idea is is when you're here we can send the chef up there you can be as interactive or as isolated as you want um i know that's that's picking up quite a bit of demand for later in the year with the assumption that we might have a bit of travel but um it's all fingers crossed you know, I think you'll find it's high demand, the owner's cottage. You'll think you're, um, the new owner won't be able to come down very shortly. You'll be booked out all the time. While Linda and I were there last time, um, you sent us up to visit um, Grayston, and we went to Shock Chocolates as part of our wine experience, which is great and quite a famous chocolate place. Um, it wasn't too far away, but what other experiences off-site can we be had while spending time at the lodge? Yeah, well, I think um, getting up into Greytown is quite nice. Um, but then I always say we're at the tip of this triangle. So 35 minutes drive, you're in Greytown. 35 minutes drive, you're in Martinborough. Um, I think Martinborough is the jewel for our little crown in this region. Um, it's also my actual home um, when I'm not here. Um, it is, it's a wine region. They planted, they planted the grapes there about 1980. Um, so there's a fair bit of, fair bit of, um, of root growth. But it produces only 1.6% of all of New Zealand's wine. And why I love it is it's still the place you go and you're not walking into a cellar door with 50 or 60 other people. You're walking most likely into a, like a, a roller, up, roller door garage with a you know, plank of wood and a couple of posts, but it, I can guarantee it'll be the best wine you will try in New Zealand. Um, their speciality is Pinot and Chardonnay. So they consider it the most Burgundian style in New Zealand. Um, deep, deep Pinots for those that ever say, oh, Pinot's too light, we don't do that. Um, and then as you know, I was alluding to before, we love to get out to Cape Palliser. We, we, we love to go out, it's a full day out. Um, and it's this, this uh, nursery seal colony. So you've got mums and pups. It's kind of like nine months of the year, there's little baby seals everywhere. Um, and it's kind of, an, it's one of those little secrets of New Zealand. So you don't really see a lot of people around. Um, and as we come back, we stop for good old Kiwi fish and chips at Lake Ferry Pub. Um, and you know, it's, 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 it's probably the, the most visited fish and chip shop in New Zealand by various billionaires and well-known folk that come into New Zealand. But being in lockdown as we are and have been with no guests, have you been able to utilize your time and, and your team's time to enhance the future guest experience? Yeah, you know, uh, the first week, 10 days of lockdown, it was kind of a, um, you know, uh, uh, what's happening? Um, 
And then after that, it's been really good for, I know myself personally, I've been able to sit and after 13 years here, I've taken a really introspective look at what we're doing. And, you know, when you're a company that's growing as rapidly as we have, what do we need to perhaps take back to our core to make sure we're always in those farmhouse values, that, that iconic, ultimately New Zealand experience? Um, so yeah, there'll be a few little tweaks and changes, but I think for us to enhance that guest experience, it's, um, it's, it's adding little things. Like if we're out, you know, when you were on the ATVs with Linda and down on the beach there, if that storm hadn't rolled in, how nice would it have been to pull out a fishing rod, uh, catch a fish and perhaps smoke it on the beach and then come back to the lodge or have that glass of wine down on the beach before you get back here. So it's how do we surprise and delight and that, and that and we can do that through our wide range of activities by just adding and tweaking small things well you delighted me with the storm because i love storms and watching them come across the water was just an incredible experience if there's one word that you can describe fari kauha as what would that word be for you well, I've, I've got a couple but uh I, I quite like I quite like this one, um, which is I'm going to call it hyphenated so that it becomes one word. Um, I, I, I like the term gentleman farmer. Um, you know, it's those that love being on the land, and then will quite happily come back and hang up their hat and have an incredible red wine and a wonderful dinner. That's great. I'll, I'll give you that one as one word though. Um, my word would be unforgettable, and I really think it is. It's Every memory I've had when I stayed there, and I've been there several times, has just been unforgettable, unforgettable experiences. Um, and finally, and almost finally, what do you feel defines Farikaha? What 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 is its roots? What is its what is its def definition? It, it it really does go back to that farmhouse value. It goes back to the fact that we, all of our experiences we do on this property, we. We're, we're, we're a property that is about storytelling. Um, you know, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of what runs in the blood of those that manage the property. And that's, that's it's a, such a hard one to put in what is unique about it, other than these incredible landscapes. It, it, it really is that storytelling in the history of the property and, and just how we bring that out in our experiences. I, I, I really don't like the word experiential, but that's, that's what makes us unique. And I totally agree with that. And, and Furry, as, as we've said all along, it's a farm and it's quite isolated where it is out in Palliser Bay. Um, can you share any stories about how your local community or your local team have rallied together during this pandemic? We've heard some incredible stories from around the world and just want to maybe share one or two stories about that. Yeah, we, we made a conscious decision um, when this happened that we weren't going to be a property that, well, we are a property that's relied so heavily on our staff. So we were not going to lose any staff through this. And we still are adamant that that will happen. You know, whether it's six months, it's a year, we, we haven't had to, um, we haven't had to take, you know, to, to, to reduce staff. Um, what we have done is we were able to, through our mutual vineyard ownerships, we redeployed a bunch of our staff and I've got, um, as the lockdown happened, it coincided with the, the vintage, the harvest of, uh, of the grapes this year. And so all of the pickers at the vineyard weren't able to come into the country. So we redeployed a lot of our staff in for picking grapes and pruning. So we kind of kept 
the vineyard side of our operation alive and able to do that whilst keeping the community gainfully employed. Um, and I've just sent off for the next couple of months now the same with pruning. So I'm going to have I'm going to have a team that are well versed in viticulture and winemaking. Um, but yeah, it's it's for us. It's just about being able to continue with our staff and and support our our partners like yourselves. That's a great story, Richard. I really um, appreciate you sharing that because that really shows the true form of what is behind the management and the ownership of Farikoho. I really appreciate um, all you do for our clients when they travel there. I appreciate the time that you spent with us today and sharing some of your visions and some of your stories. And uh, I look forward to seeing you down there for a, another glass of red as soon as we can. See you later, mate. Sounds good, mate. All right. Bye.